Hello, Gators. What's up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Ah, so glad to be recording for you guys today. Super excited about today's episode. Always excited about today's episode. Woo! I feel like that's such... (laughs) I am always very excited, honestly, to come chat with you guys. But I feel like that's such a... um, Gosh, I think in like you know, society, we just all, you know, you know me, you know, Coach Des, we're going to get deep with it right away. (laughs) In our society, (laughs) we really use a lot of this like positive, warm it up, get our, get our energy going, right? All this verbiage and like, I'm so pumped, so excited to be here with you guys today. Whoa! And I really am. I don't ever want you guys to think like I say I'm excited and I don't sound excited. <laughs> I just, <laughs> um, you know, you know how it is. Energy comes and goes. I just go with the flow. But I'm always excited to get to chat with you guys. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a pretty chill weekend. Uh, it was really nice to just get into some, um, some really balanced life stuff this weekend. I did a little bit of work, uh, on Friday. Also had a massage. Um, I did a little bit of work on Saturday morning for some clients, but then my boyfriend and I went out for a super fun day, date day into the night date maybe (laughs) um we went to this little like arcade for adults basically uh they serve snacks and liquor and I did a ropes course of course my athletic competitive self just couldn't I couldn't help it some go-karts and games it was really fun Uh, and then we went out for another drink and some dinner afterwards uh yeah we had a treat yourself day (laughs) Which was really nice to do together. Uh, And then Sunday, I just did some uh, spiritual care. Always on Sundays. That's the holy day. Um, And then I also did a tiny bit more of work. So yeah, it was a really nice balanced weekend for me. Um, It feels good to be back in the flow of things after the holidays. I feel like it took me a second. Like the holidays ended, but it still felt like the holidays. (laughs) Anyways, today we are continuing um, and not necessarily wrapping up, but just kind of, you know, we'll talk about all these different versions of our, ourselves as with time and as as it seems right. But for now, this feels like kind of the last part of this little series of all the versions of ourselves. Um Today, we're going to talk about the ego. I love talking about the ego (laughs) because a lot of people interpret it as one thing and it's actually much deeper than that always, right? Like it's, you know, we interpret the shadow as a dark part of ourselves, but it is deeper than that. There's a part of the shadow that's integrated within yourself that keeps you protected and keeps you from taking no shit, right? Um, the inner child, like I said last time, I consider them my inner children because because we get to go back to whatever time that a certain trauma occurred that had us stuck at that age that we, we get to go back and gather the pieces, Um 
And then you've got the ego, which seems, I think because it's probably the one that's the most commercialized, the most capitalized on, the one we talk about the most, the one that even socially, culturally, we are the most apt to pick on, right? Someone can be acting out of their shadow, but we will say they're acting out of their ego uh, because we are. it's much easier for us to talk about the ego than it is to consider that maybe someone is actually going through some really dark stuff and that's why they're responding or reacting a certain way. <clears throat> so I'm super excited to discuss the ego today. I'm going to take a little water chug here get ourselves all ready for this fiery little episode. This can, this one can get, I will warn you, <laughs> let me take my, my water chug. Uh, <laughs> I will warn you that this one can get a little uncomfortable for everyone because especially for me, the people that are in my life are not, they are some of the least egotistical, uh, <clears throat> typical egocentric person or persons that you would think of, right? Um, and especially right now, actually, my inner circle is quite, uh, we, we all speak the same language. So like when I tell them, uh, look, I feel like that was your ego responding or when I witness in myself that it is my ego responding. Uh, it's like, let's take a pause, take a chill pill, <laughs> swag away for a second. <laughs> um, give ourselves a minute to not have our feelings hurt <laughs> and really uh, process the intention of the information, right? And that's not to say that we don't tell each other, you know, whether it's my coworkers or my best friend. And, and, you know, right now for me, mind and body is, they make a large portion of my friend group. We just are, we just tight like that. Um, I don't think you can grow an empire with people that you don't love. So, uh, so there's that, <laughs> but, um, everyone within my inner circle, we all have very similar language. And so they understand that when I say, if I say, I think you're responding from your ego, or if I I get to say, I'm about to respond from my ego, so can I take a moment? It's not saying that um, we're going to be mean, or that I'm trying to be mean, or that I'm being very um, arrogant, or any of those things. It just means that I feel attacked <laughs> and or triggered by something. And I can't quite put my finger on it. The thing is that with the ego, it's not always, it's not always shadow based. It's not always child, inner child based. It's not always future self based. It's not always past self based. Um, the ego really is, I think the most current and, and tends to keep up with like, our actual selves, our physical selves, and where we are in time and in our timeline of development, the best. I think the ego, especially if you're doing, if you're doing this thing right, <laughs> which there is no right or wrong, right? But if you, if you're really committed 
to this journey of life and of continued alignment and continuing to have just an easier and easier life, accessing your unlimited potential, (laughs) then, then you can understand why why and how the ego would be the most in line with who we are because it's because if we take away what we have projected onto the word ego really the ego is simply a public display of a character that has been built on a true part of your personality there there are a lot of traits and personality attributes that play a huge part in what our ego does or how it responds to certain situations. And they are very genuine to us. Like when <laughs> when I have some ego-based responses, I'm like, oh, it was so honest. You go, girl. All right, you get that stuff out. <laughs> And then we're, but we're not going to say it. We don't need to say it to the actual person because we actually love and care about that person. And we don't need to go out of our way to make them feel small because we feel attacked, triggered, etc. So, uh, I do believe though, if you're, if you're really committed to your journey of spiritual and total self-development, um, then your ego will always be quite in line with kind of the version of who you are right now. Um, so that being said, that's for me what I identify my ego as. Um, my ego is the theatrical, no filter, <laughs> if I was a diva. Okay, so I want you guys to imagine like, so my ego's name is Desi Diamore. That was my uh, dance name, is my dance name. I should, I say was, like I'm not still dancing. It's my performance name is what I should say, my stage name. Uh, Because there was a a point in time where I was doing a lot of burlesque and jazz dance as performance. Um, So I chose a name And for those of you that don't know, I was a belly dancer growing up. So I chose a name that would fit me, me, not necessarily a type of dance. Um, So I didn't choose like a Middle Eastern name, right? Also, (laughs) cultural appropriation is a thing and like, eh, we don't need to go there. But anyways, (laughs) I, uh, I chose a stage name that was going to be the most appropriate for me as a person, and then also grow with me as the styles of of how I perform change. Um, So Desi D'Amour, Desi of love, I definitely am a, a, I freaking, you know, now that I'm at this point where I take care of my chakras and, and balance my energy and stuff, for sure, love has just become an even more important um, piece of the puzzle <laughs> in my life. So I still very much identify with, with Desi Diamore. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> so that is her name. 
Uh, and I think of her as like the the diva in like her sequin dress with her nicest fur coat and her shades on. Um, you know, and and she's not mean, but there's also a certain level of um intimidation that comes with the air about her, right? Uh <laughs> She is a queen for sure. She's very royal uh, and carries herself as such. And you may not say otherwise. Um, <laughs> but she is easily triggered. And this is this is the probably the biggest giveaway of our ego. I I personally think like having watched my clients go through their transformational work, having been able to guide and mentor and teach through that. And then also just watching like the people around me that I love and care about go through their, um, <clears throat> their own um, development of this relationship with their ego. There is a kind of overarching theme that we are the most easily triggered when we are in our ego. And I'll give you guys some examples of what I mean by that. But that's one way that we can know we're operating from our ego and not from how we truly feel and what we truly want and the core of ourselves, right? Is if we get really hung up on like being offended by something, this is a really great signal. Like when we talk about identifying behaviors, okay, you guys, when you start to like break down what's happening, right? Okay, let's say, this is a great example. Let's say, <clears throat> Everyone at work is talking about, because this used to be me. <laughs> this is me. This was me. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> uh, let's say everyone at work is talking about health and fitness. Okay? And this was when I was working my 9 to 5. So this was when I was just an online coach part-time. It was just got like a side gig. And I was still very much in the 9 to 5 world. In the matrix. Um... <clears throat> There would be discussions about health and fitness and what everyone was trying, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it would come down to a point where they, because I would typically be like one of the more active people in the room. And then, of course, the, the further along in my journey that I got and the more that I started promoting myself as a coach, the more that my coworkers knew about it. So it's just, it would always turn to like, well, what do you think, Des? And, um, you know, they never ask you in that way. They're always very like <laughs> unintentional and try to be sneaky about how they get your opinion. Because then they don't want you to think that like they want to pay you either to be a coach, which I'm like, you guys are so funny. But anyways... Anyway, so it would always basically come down to like, well, what do you think, right, as a coach? And sometimes I would offer my opinion. Sometimes. Uh, most of the time, especially towards the end of my <laughs> dental assisting career, I just really was detaching myself from, from, 
the rat race as a whole. So I really just like stopped hanging out during lunchtime and didn't have as many of these conversations. But when I did, um, and when I did respond, there would be a part of me when they would like, when they would ask for my advice and then go on to say, oh, well, I do intermittent fasting because that's what works the best for me. And then they continue to tell me about all the things they were doing. And in my mind, I'm like, this is the opposite of what I was just telling you. <laughs> and it's really easy because I have, because I've learned the information, right? Not only am I like, not only have I educated myself, but I've gone through a program to purposely learn about how the body works, how the metabolism works, and how I can help you use your body in a functionally healthy way. <laughs> and you want to tell me that you know better and that what you're going to do is going to work better because that's what's always worked for you? This response is an ego response. This response that I just had. <laughs> because I'm like, <sighs> like, no, and it's, and it's, yes, there is the part of me that's telling the truth that I know the information, but then there's the ego part of me that's like, and then you want to dare to challenge me? <laughs> so whenever you catch yourselves in these conversations and you're like, well, I, can, I can't identify it when it's happening. And so then I just end up, especially we're talking about like spirals and patterns, right? Spirals, patterns. How do I keep ending up in the same place with these same people or in the same place doing the same thing? Why do I keep running these same cycles? It's because we're unaware of these parts of ourselves and we don't realize how much control they really have had over our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. <laughs> so they've just been running the show and meanwhile, the core of you has just been like, help us last, let us out. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is definitely also one of the funniest parts of ourselves to talk about because I think it's very easy to laugh. Once we recognize the behavior, we just can laugh about it very, very easily and learn how to let it go. And that part is cool because it's because it's one of the parts of ourselves that we are the most aware of. It's also less, less intentional work required to integrate it. Because we, a lot of us do have some part of our ego integrated in our daily selves. So, um, so like I said, they're very, they're very close. And, and if you're, if your growth is happening at the right time in the right timeline for all the parts of you then you're going to find that your ego and your um your current self are quite aligned actually and you will still it th this is also the thing you will still have these ego responses no matter how compassionate forgiving balanced um um open you become <laughs> these are just like parts of being human okay this is like this should have been in the in the 
the guidebook that we got when we were born, the one we didn't get. But if we got a guide, a guideline book, you know, when we were born, this is for sure like humans 101. We just have ego and it's very attached to to the frontal cortex um, of our brain. And so that also has a lot to do with it. Like it literally lives in the frontal lobe. So uh, the place like that we make decisions and things from. Uh, so that also has part to do with it. It's just that it's so uh, easily accessible. It's in the part of our brain that we access the most. And so it, it lives in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. But if you're someone that's looking into breaking sac cycles, cycles, y'all, I'm telling y'all, <laughs> I've been in the South too long. Here it comes. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. But if you're talking about breaking cycles, figuring out patterns, why you react a certain way to things, <clears throat> for sure. Um, your ego being able to laugh about while investigating your ego is going to not only save your health, but your insanity. <laughs> your insanity, because we're all insane here. Nobody's actually sane. Um, great. So now those kind of triggers are how we can be aware of how our ego is showing up in our day to day life. Right. So. I have given you guys this, <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy. If you feel better about doing this on your phone, totally. I think, however, is best for you. For me, when I first start a habit, it's best to have pen and paper and go through like a routine of doing this. So literally, I would carry one of those pocketbook, um, uh, you know, like the little ring journals, the memo journals that are like three by five, maybe. I would keep one of those in my pocket or in my purse. And every time that I had a moment where I started to think something, but it's not what I actually wanted to say, <laughs> I would be like, oh, I see there's a disconnect here. And my ego wants to say some things that I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 that's not, they don't need to deal with the fact that like that hurt my feelings. It's not even really about them. Like you don't need to go through all of this with this person who simply asked you to do something when really all they need to know is that their tone made you feel a certain way. And you would like, if you could both work towards healthier communication in the future. You don't need to tell them how offended you were when they said that they weren't going to follow that advice because they, quote unquote, know better. <laughs> that was my ego voice. Okay, coming back. So <laughs> now that we know, you know, what it is, who it is, it's us, surprise, um, how it shows up. Why the heck does that matter? Well, again, if we're talking about breaking cycles, breaking patterns, learning how to progress through certain things, <clears throat> knowing how to identify our ego allows us to learn new information because oftentimes there can be a lot of resistance when you hire a coach, mentor, guide, when you start looking for outside help there can be a lot of resistance 
whether or not you're paying $25 a month or $1,500 a month. It doesn't matter because if you can't hear constructive criticism and really hear it and let the parts that are there to teach you teach you then you will always feel like there is no coach that works there is nobody can help me nobody knows what they're talking about these guys are just scams they're just out here to make money yada 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 like sure yeah it's my livelihood yes this is how I make money there's no secret about it I wouldn't promote myself as an online coach if I didn't make my living that way however that is not the purpose of my job that is not the purpose of my soul okay the purpose of my soul is to help people heal and I do that through the modality of coaching But when you have all of these experiences with coaches who are also not aware of themselves, and so then you're constantly making this energetic exchange and you're like, well, I told you what I need and you're not giving me what I need. And then they do give you what you need and that still wasn't what you needed. For instance, let's say, you know, I need a meal plan. I need a, I need a specific workout. I need all of these things. And you give them and the coach gives you all of that, but they're not teaching you then you're not actually learning, right? There's a difference between having a to-do list (laughs) and learning how to do a thing without needing someone else to do it for you all of the time. So that is why your ego matters. That's why being able to identify and have conversations with your ego matters. Because if we don't let ourselves go there, We will be stuck in the world of I know it all and knowing nothing. And really, even when people do know it all, they still know nothing. (laughs) We still know nothing. (laughs) We just have gotten really good at opening our hearts and ears and minds to information that could change how we view things or that could change and simplify our lives. but you got to be able to like hear the stuff. And if your ego is always in the way, you're not going to be able to hear the stuff that needs to, to land. Um, so, you know, that's not only just learning, but that's also like when it comes to, for instance, I had a recent experience in my community with, uh, a client who, is lifting some pretty big weights, okay? And what I mean by big is basically anybody who's lifting over 100 pounds in a deadlift, a squat, if you're doing these big compound movements and you're doing it at over 100 pounds and you're not some kind of athlete who's been working with some kind of professional coach or something, then when when we get these clients in our community, we really push them to start posting form check videos. Because the chances of you hurting yourself are going to be much higher because most most of us walking around don't have very good functional mechanics. So a lot of the times I get to help you digress and then once you get the appropriate form and range of motion and all of those things in the exercise, then your strength is going up even higher. Like some of these 
some of these women are strong coming in, but their mechanics of the work of the of the exercise are all wrong. So it can be really humbling to have a coach tell you, I want you to take weight off of the bar to work on this thing, right? But there's a part of our ego that doesn't like to hear that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> my recent experience with a client, she's newer to our community. She's great. I love her to death, but <clears throat> she's over here lifting some big girl weights. So I was like, okay, if you're going to be lifting big girl weights, then I'm going to need you to be a big girl and post some form check videos so that I can make sure you're not hurting yourself so that I can make sure as you progress through this exercise, you're continuing to do so with good form and healthy mechanics. And immediately her response was, so this is what's funny is that <laughs> from Someone who's not a coach, it doesn't seem like it's coming from the ego, right? This is what she said. She said, what? Post videos of me doing the exercise while I'm at the gym and record them? We'll see about that. LOL. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, what I want you to do is figure out where the resistance is coming from in that. And we're still going to post form check videos. I'm still asking you to show up for your form check videos because it's really important. And, <laughs> um, and we also get to look at what the resistance is behind posting those form check videos. And I know, I know as the coach what the resistance is, right? Because I also used to have a resistance to this and it was for the same reason. There was a part of me, yes, that was, concerned about what other people might think of me recording myself at the gym or whatever, but I honestly got over that part pretty quickly. And it's typically not that part that people get the most hung up on. What they get hung up on is the idea that they're going to film this video and share it with someone who knows something about what they're talking about and that they could be given constructive criticism. And their ego says that makes me uncomfortable. And so in order to avoid that situation, I'm just going to say, no, that makes me nervous. But really, you just don't want to be confronted with the idea that you may need to take some weight off of the bar because of your ego <laughs> and get a little better at your form and everything first before we start jumping up in these big girl weights. Okay. Now, y'all know I love some strength training. Any of you guys who follow me on Instagram know that Coach Des is all about the strength training. Coach Des loves to throw some iron on the bar and get wild with it. You know I love it. But I am not, I am absolutely not going to promote weight over form, mechanics, strength, uh, range of motion, any of these other things, because you can have weight and still not have strength. And then you're going to hurt yourself because you don't have strength in that range of motion to be doing all of that weight. Right? So this is just one example of how the ego can show up and we can mistake it for something else. We can mistake it for like, Oh, she's just nervous or, oh, she's just a little anxious about like what other people might think. And then we can convince ourselves. This is the crazy thing. The ego is good, is good because it's always been so 
forward in our brains, it's also gotten really good at tricking us. So it can be really sneaky and give you all of these reasons as to like, well, these guys, you know, they're always at the gym, they might judge me. And I don't know, what if I get in trouble by the people at the gym? And oh, what if I'm in somebody's way? And this just all makes me really anxious. Mm -mm. I see you, boo boo. I see you in there hiding. <laughs> hiding behind your nervousness of what others might think when really it's what will I do when coach tells me that I get to work on something else other than more weight on the bar. That's really hard for people to, this is, this is the kind of work that literally translates from like, oh, I thought I was just doing a health and fitness program to like, nah, man. The gym will teach you everything you need to know about life, okay? The gym, the gym is one of the most productive, um, real world 3D examples of what it means to do hard things and show up and, and be scared and do it anyway and uh and be concerned about like what if i fail this thing what if i fail this rep right but you do it anyways so so if you tell me <laughs> that you're at the gym and you tell me you're lifting these weights but then you're gonna sit here and tell me that all of a sudden it makes you super anxious to be in the gym when you're recording yourself no i don't think so I think we get to dig a little deeper there and see what's actually going on, right? And I'm not just picking on her now. This is something that is actually like very common um, among most communities. And I have my own coach. And so even in my own coach's community, this comes up. And it's like, yes, there is a level of anxiousness and nervousness. Absolutely. But what's past that? There's a part of you that is triggered by showing up in a way that opens you to any kind of const constructive critique from someone who probably knows more than you about this thing. And for some reason, that's uncomfortable. Now, definitely, I will dig into why that's uncomfortable with my clients as well, right? If it's trauma, if it's like, oh, my dad never let me express myself, like whatever it is, like, cool, we get to look at that and we get to, now we get to go through like the shadow work and the inner child work of that thing, right? But nine times out of 10, we get to start with your ego because your ego is going to be real tricky and smooth about how it makes things seem to justify your feelings and behavior. Your ego will let you get away with murder, literally, you guys. <laughs> And we'll have you thinking that it was completely justified if you're not careful. So really watching like the stories we tell ourselves and like, wait a minute, <laughs> is this resistance an honest resistance? Is this really about something else? Or is this about my ego saying like, no, nah, man, I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to. <laughs> Or mine. Mine is just the doesn't say anything ego, right? Because she's a diva. So she just like, she just goes ghost on you. And she just turns her head very coldly. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> 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 
And that's why I'm so stubborn. And that's why when I get to learn things, you guys, it's woo. We learn a real good. We learn a real good. Um, most of the time we only have to learn it one time. But sometimes in the past, in the past, we've had to learn things a few times, a couple of hard times. <laughs> oh, man. So the final thing, right? What do we do? Now what do we do? I've identified it. I hear it. I know what part of me is responding right now. But what do I do? Well, like I told you earlier, one of my favorite things is to just like say, hey, I don't know how to respond to this right now. I feel triggered and I also know that it's coming from my ego. So can I respond to this in set a parameter for yourself? Like, can I respond to this in an hour? Um, you know, if it's a work email, then like, can I have two business days? <laughs> um, just really slowing down, taking our time, giving ourselves the space, time and energy that we need to really digest what we're actually feeling, what's actually happening, and then come back and give that person a response. I think especially, you know, I'm not saying like that we treat anyone like poop, right? Don't treat anybody like shit, you guys. Be good. Be good people. But, <laughs> but, um... I think especially when it's people that we love or have really close relationships with and care about and honor, um, we really get to work on not responding from our ego because again, you know, and this is something that's even showed up in my, in my own personal relationship where I was like, skirt, red flag, wait a minute, did you just say that? <laughs> um with with my spouse there's been a couple times even where he's like well, that's just how I am and I'm like no that's not just how we are we can be triggered and we can feel a certain way but we are not just that way and so what we get to do now is why did we feel that way why did I respond that way and then what's the actual core concern what's the real fear what's the real trigger what's the real core issue right then we can talk about that thing and how we can do better moving forward together but absolutely not you're not going to sit here and say that's just how i am no no <laughs> um so i think i think especially with the ego that's kind of like the that is the biggest thing you can do um is just being really aware of yourself walking around with that little notepad taking notes of when you feel triggered. You can even write, I would write down exactly what people would say verbatim um, so that I could even look at like the language of what was said that triggered me. And giving people an honest answer. Like if you feel like they're just throwing all of these things at you, you don't have time to respond and you're starting to feel this very frustrated, offended, um, egotistical bubble. We all know how this feels when it starts to boil up then you're like, you know what? I need to step away from this conversation. And I do want to give you an answer on this. I just don't want to give you an answer on this right now because it won't be a good answer right now. <laughs> and knowing how to slow ourselves down enough to be able to even say that and practice that, you guys. Practice this with like your closest people first because this can be very vulnerable too. It can be really vulnerable to ask someone if you can have some time to respond because also there are people who don't 
like to operate that way. And so then they think you're being passive or being uh, judgmental or, you know, super sensitive. And like, they're also operating from their ego by assuming that about you. So don't let whatever they might think of that response <laughs> derail you from allowing yourself to get real clarity in your healing journey. Like this is a, a moment of opportunity and growth and if this person is going to deny you that, then they don't deserve to be on your path of growth. They don't deserve to be on this journey with you. I know that's easier said than done, but that's a topic for another day. But really give yourself the space to let the ego cool down and make sure that you're talking from a place that is balanced and neutral and of the heart rather than of the head, right? That's what we get to do. And then we get to practice that. And then we just get to practice that until forever. <laughs> because that's the work. Yeah. So this was, like I said, kind of our mini pause if you will, um, we'll be taking a little break after this from the versions of the selves. And we're going to go into uh, some chakra work. I'm super excited. Next episode, we will be kicking off our chakra series, starting with the root. Ah. Of course, we have to start with the root because it's the beginning. Um, but also, it just makes sense. If the root is not aligned, then nothing else can be aligned. So I'm um, super excited to get into that with you guys. That'll be dropping later this week. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining me for some fun discussions about the ego today. Ah, Always such a good way to start my week with you all. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that jazz to keep up with not just my personal happenings, but mind and body happenings. Um, uh, just all the things. And I hope you have the best freaking Monday of your lives. I will see you guys on the flip side. Bye.